The Battlefield 5 Alpha has come and gone, and we got a chance to play it. Does it improve on the series as we know it, or have those, have those rascally women come in and ruined everything again? <laughs> uh, we'll discuss all those issues and more on this historically accurate and patriotic bowl of dude soup. Omar, hit that Hot Topic button. I wanna, <laughs> speaking of Smash Mouth. Yeah! Whoa, there it is. Ah, sexism. Um, just right off the top, it's amazing how little any of that shit matters. No, uh, once you get in the game, man, I don't care who's what gender, what skin color is happening where. It doesn't, it well, doesn't you get, matter. You get shot a hundred times. I, I've, I've seen a lot of people, in both in good faith and bad faith, argue about the historical accuracy of Battlefield. And holy shit, does it ever not matter? It, of course not. It was so weird. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys have any strong opinions on the historical accuracy of your it's World War II game. shooters? It's a video game. It's I don't know. I've I can't imagine a is has there been any sort of battlefield game that's ever come out that felt like it was trying to accurately recreate what it felt like to be in those those time periods? I don't I mean not, not recreate. I think like, there are nice little touches that I think a video game can add. Like, Battlefield 1 added, a, when you get into a tank and you get in the, like, the cannon on the side of the tank, you open that door mm -hmm. and, like, you're, like, your little guy dives in and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's cool. But yeah. again, it's a video game. So it's like, when you hop in and close the door, it goes black and then it w you wake up to a turret hole. And then yeah. on the bottom left, it shows your ammo. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. War is a lot messier than you think and not everyone's a super soldier. There, there are no guys hiding in trenches, like pissing themselves, shell-shocked. So I don't think it's that historically accurate. Sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so scared. When we were playing Vampire and it had us go up to the, to the um, first floor, um, in the game, but it was referred in this building, but it was referred to as the second floor. I was like, that's inaccurate because in England, when you go up a floor, it's the first floor. Yeah, ground level. The ground level is the ground level. It's kind of like that in Canada too, for most places. And I, and I didn't want to say, but that was not in that was. You didn't want to say what you were going to embarrass the developers. <laughs> she was going to write a whole blog post about it. <laughs> I might, I might still tweet. I don't know. Dust off that Tumblr. So yeah, it's we're not SGW pandering right off the top. Uh, we got that out of the way. We're actually going to talk about the game, and and I think there is actually a place to talk about the pace of the game. And to me, when people talk about historical accuracy, I think what they really mean is authenticity to the series, because it's not, it's, it's taken a few paces away from 1942, mm. but hey, that's what happens. Call of Duty did the same thing. Anyway, uh, this podcast is brought to you by three sponsors, Burrow, Casper, and Mac Weldon. Uh, you can go to burrow.com slash dude for $75 off your purchase. Burrow makes luxury, luxury couches for real life. I can get $50 off select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash dudesoup and using promo code dudesoup at checkout. And you can go to macweldon.com and get 20% off your order using our promo code soup. I like all the all the sponsors we got lined up are tip what I love, like typical 4th of July sales. You got your couches, you got your beds, and you got your underwear. <laughs> and if that doesn't say America, I don't know America. what it does. Speaking of America, World War II. Except in this fight, I think it's Axis versus uh, Brits. Axis versus allies, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure when this happened. I don't know anything about World War II history, which obviously uh, qualifies me to talk about historical accuracy. They play the game and now you can learn. <laughs> there you go. I mean, to a degree I did. It's very snowy here, as you can see. So yeah, the Battlefield, the, the Battlefield 5 Alpha has, it's got two modes, but I really only played Conquest. There was a Grand Operations, but I tried queuing for that a few times and it just wasn't matching into anything, so. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've punched up some notes about the alpha. I don't know. I guess we can go around the horn. Bruce, I know you played it. I got to play, and I really enjoyed it, but I'm also a Battlefield sucker. Yeah? Uh, I'll play pretty much every Battlefield game, and uh, 
It's just something I, I like about the game. I don't know what it is. I just really enjoy the video game, and I always have. So, because you're a patriot. Maybe that's what it is. I, I love, love America, or World War II, or whatever. What if you get put on the other side, though? Then I love do you the refuse, Do you I refuse to play? Oh, ooh, the Axis. We don't say that here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, no swastikas. It's always it's always the Axis flag. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just grow a dick, dice. What's the problem? <laughs> Well, What's the problem? Why, hey, who are you accusing? What's the right? problem? Why are you yelling at people? <laughs> well, it's, uh, I mean, out, out of all the consistency issues or historical mm -hmm. accuracy issues, people brought up women don't belong on World War II or whatever. Um, and yes, I'm hyper, I'm hyper condensing, but no one ever had an issue with them not being called Nazis. They're Axis. And I guess it's not just the Nazis you fight, you fight the Italians. Yeah, the and Japanese, there's the Pacific Theater too, yeah. 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 Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, Reddit. You win this round. <laughs> wow, Reddit beat him. That was easy. <laughs> own game. They didn't have to do anything. <laughs> uh, Elise, what, what is your experience with Battlefield, and did you get to play the Alpha? No, I, I <laughs> kind of, by the time I got home last night and then ate and everything, it was a little late to, to, for me to do it, because I have to be in bed by 9.30. Um, <laughs> so I didn't get to it. I wanted to. And it kind of sucks that it was so short. Um, I really, really had a fun time playing Battlefield 1. Like, I don't traditionally gravitate toward, toward a game like this. And maybe it's because I played it with you guys so much, but I had a great time with Battlefield 1. So I am actually really looking forward to playing this again and to hearing what's different, especially this, I noticed your notes about like the spotting, mm -hmm. um, which I'm really curious about and I'll ask you about later. At least you're gonna love this game. You love Battlefield 1, so you're gonna like, you're gonna I'm love this excited. game. I'm pretty excited. How about you, Overwatch James? last night, huh? Oh. It's kind of like Battlefield, but <laughs> with, it's a little bit more historically accurate. Hamster. <laughs> Couple more hamsters. <laughs> He's in the PTR, so technically. Um, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to play the alpha. Uh, I, these types of games, I don't need, like, you guys are really excited. I was like, I can wait. Like, even in E3, at E3, it was the same thing as, like, if there's no line, I'll play it, but I don't need to jump on. I, I know what they feel like. And I'm glad there's more of them, and it looks great. Like honestly, it's it's wild when you think about the first time you saw like Battlefield Three. You're like, holy shit, it's real war, it's real. <laughs> and now they're somehow still managing to make improvements graphically and just on like details and stuff. Yeah. So it's it's really exciting. I like the Battlefield franchise, but I, I didn't get a chance to play this. You cool. guys are raving about it though. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, they've made a lot of mechanical tweaks uh, that I think really help the flow of the game and the balance of the game. Not necessarily in that like this gun is better than that gun and I, whatever. It's more about the individual four classes and their utility on the battlefield. <clears throat> so I guess we can get into that. Yeah, I saw um, your note that like the class system is more crucial. It, it seems like, like it. It seems like that's the intent. I'm curious to see what's going to happen when players get a hold of it and figure out the most efficient way to win. Because yeah, the the, the it's always interesting when it comes to multiplayer games because kind of, you can kind of divine developer intent from how they crafted the rule system and gave different players different abilities. But in practice, sometimes players find out how to shortcut that, like to just cut out whole mechanics that don't matter in the end of it. But I guess Bruce and, Bruce and I will be the experts. You guys can be the, the, uh, the questioning, questioning public. And we're also, we got uh, live chat up from Rooster Teeth, so if you guys have any specific questions about Battlefield Five. You can ask the experts, and we'll be happy to field it when, for you. We, we played it for two, but maybe two. You played it for three hours, right? Yeah, let's see here. I played it when we recorded. Yeah. Played it again at work, and then I went home and played it for like the rest of the evening. Nice. So. Mm. I wanted to get those alpha dog tags. <laughs> I what did. Those? So uh, that's kind of a hint, I guess, at the progression system that'll be in the game. There'll be like daily orders, which is like get three headshots or heal people this number of times. Um, the like special order was you had to do four out of five objectives. And each one was specifically tailored to one class. 
So they get three headshots as a scout, oh. heal 10 different uh, people as a medic or something like that. So it was down to get 1,000 explosion damage as assault or get three headshots as a scout. Um, and explosion damage was hard to get. So did you do how, it? Did you get the alpha dog? I did. Nice job. I got my three headshots. How, those how, tags are mine. How many do you have to do to unlock the weed skin for your gun? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't in yet. Oh. So yeah, thousands of headshots. Wow. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand what their dev roadmap was and why the weed skin wasn't in the alpha. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, first note of of the review mini review here. Dice, what the fuck? Where's our weed skin? Where's our weed skins? Yeah, I and like them. little weed charms. I want like an attachment. On my gun that lets mm -hmm. me smoke a joint while I'm shooting people. Call the episode. We want weed skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag we want weed. Oh, you could put a joint like on the slide of a pistol, so when you fire it, rockets back into your mouth, and, and then it like slides forward again, and then it knocks all the ash off when it. Why are you forward. holding the pistol like this? For uh, ultimate accuracy. <laughs> oh. So the weed pops into your mouth. Oh. Exactly. This, these games are played by like. The way a, a friend of mine said is basically Battlefield is for like the 45 year old retired vets. And then Fortnite is for the 13-year-old Sugar Pine 7 fans. Hmm. Um, and, and so it's, it's interesting because I don't know that Battlefield Fuck really world. appeals to the CODs of the Fortnite fans. I'm not sure. I think this is probably more for like people like us that have, that have been playing these games. So for then what's the, what's the 19, uh, 1930s, 1940s equivalent of getting a weed skin for your gun? That would have to be what? A flapper wig? Right? Like, yeah, something uh, like that. Um, or like <laughs> or like a you know the skirt that a girl dances in ragtime yeah. or yeah. something like that. <laughs> you get yourself a beautiful blonde virgin back home. A haircut that's short on the sides and very <laughs> You mean like today's haircut? <laughs> like well not floppy. Cut. They didn't oh. have flop. Oh, I'm talking right. like Johnny Unitas. Yeah, gotcha, like the flat top. Uh, let's see here. Some uh, DJ Muffins asking if Vader is unlocked. No, it's just the alpha. Uh, there was no gun customization in the alpha either for the person asking. Um, but okay, I can. I, I'll start plugging through my notes here. So just general gameplay notes. Uh, time to kill seemed pretty low. Like you seem, you were pretty thick in Battlefield One. You could get shot a couple times. You could, and, and that was, and then the same went for when you shot people too. Because mm -hmm. I would I'd see the man running across, and I go, and it would light up, light up, light up, light up, and then he'd get behind a hill, and I'd be like, I shot that yeah. dude fifty-seven times. This one you die a lot faster, um, but also you kill people a lot faster. So if you can land a few, you know, shots from hip fire. They'll die fast, which is cool. Uh, Heavy K is asking, is there a bleed out mechanic that's different than the others? Yes, fundamentally different. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> bleed out and revive are, are two of the bigger changes, like spotting and bleed out, I think are kind of the two big things. So, uh, for bleed out, when you die, you go down and then you bleed out every time. I don't think there's a way to kill someone so they don't bleed out. Not that I can see. Can um, you execute? I don't think so. We, we couldn't figure it out. And so they may add it later, but you're just sitting there dying and basically people glitch through you as they run But by. if someone, can someone execute, like say you sneak up behind a sniper and you melee? Does oh. it not do like a... I, so I tried that. I got behind somebody, but I had a little... The like dog tag execution thing? Yeah, yeah. I had a tiny little knife. And yeah. in Battlefield 1, it was the same thing where like, if you got a better melee weapon, you could get the execute, uh -huh. or if you were at the right spot, uh -huh. but it was rare. So uh -huh. like, even this time, I was behind the guy and I had a tiny little dagger, and I, would, I stabbed him, and, like, oh. and and the guy turned around and shot me, and I was like, fucking oh. shit, because I thought I was yeah. gonna get the execute, but I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah, it could, that, that could be the case. There might be a way to assassinate someone so they can't be revived, but the revive mechanic is actually pretty important and can be used in your favor even if somebody else is bleeding out. Um, so everyone can revive. It's no longer a paddle thing. Um, but medics can revive much, much faster. Either way, it's a canned animation, though. So, like in other battlefields, you would rub your paddles and pop, and you could just hit somebody's ankle, and they pop <laughs> right up pop alive, right yeah. and then just get killed again. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, or you can like chain revive your way onto a point. Um, in Battlefield Five, 
if you're not a medic and you revive, there's a lengthy animation where you kneel over someone, you guys like clap your hands in patriotism. <laughs> yeah. Give them a like, you're gonna be all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you kiss them and stuff. Yeah. It's really funny. You hoist into their European. feet, and then they're up. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a medic, um, and actually, I was I was pleased at how accurate it was. You just you, you like pull in the syringe, you tink someone, and then that fires off an animation of you jabbing a needle in their shoulder. Mm-hmm. They get up, and it's pretty fast, but still you're fundamentally exposed when you're reviving someone, yeah. which is pretty good. That means you can pick people off while they're trying to revive. Um, I read that the full game will be, you'll be able to drag people who are bleeding out. Oh. Oh, so really? That's what I read. That's way more useful. Uh, before it was just a dude screaming, yeah. and like you're clapping hands and high five yeah. and kissing, <laughs> and getting shot <laughs> while you're doing that. Uh, yeah, and, and so the bleed out mechanic is interesting, and actually I saw a lot of people in just chat while they were playing being like, man, this mechanic sucks. And I have, a, I have a particular theory. So if you're on the ground and you're bleeding out, if you do nothing, you like die faster, and that's also your respawn timer. So when you die, you're at the tail end of the waiting to bleed out, which means you just spawn right back in. Yeah. So there's no like staring at a map waiting to respawn unless you die in like a tank. Yeah. Then you don't bleed out and you just get kicked to the screen. Oh. Now if you're bleeding out and you hold like left mouse mm-hmm. click, You'll like scream and like gargle for for help, which slows down your bleed out. Yeah, you okay. go, help! Yeah. <laughs> like that. You're like, please save me. Which <laughs> is unintentionally comical because like most battlefield games, most people don't give a fuck if you're dying. Yeah. So there will be five people like huddled up yeah, and like yeah. shooting, and then you're like <laughs> gargling up uh, your teeth and stuff. Uh, but anyway, so I, I a lot of people didn't like that feeling like they were waiting on the ground, even though it kind of seems like the weight is the same as other battlefields. It's just kind of front loaded. Um, and it's kind of weird too that you take an action to slow it down, mm, whereas yeah. usually you take action to speed up respawning. So maybe that's why people. So I guess this is you here. That's, yeah, you're, yeah. Screaming. you're, doing oh, so, and you're screaming, and that, that little timer there. If you hit spacebar, yeah. you'll speed up the timer. Yeah. But then if you hold down left click, oh, uh, you'll speed it up. It'll slow it down. Yeah, I, I oh. was able to speed it, speed it up as well. Oh, okay. I thought it was just fast and then slow down if you had the. Oh, okay. Well, um, I, th- I thought maybe I could be wrong, but um, but either way, it was. Yeah, that, that was. I thought that was kind of cool oh, because see. anyone could revive anyone. Mm-hmm. So even if you died and there was no medics around, if you had a teammate, yeah. you could run up, clap hands, and high five, a kiss, and then yeah. you'd be fine. <laughs> Little uh, pedal on the bum, <laughs> touch tips. Yeah, no, no, you dock, and then you're good. I, I thought that was cool, but uh, it was it was a neat, neat mechanic. I thought. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a neat change in that. Yeah, it makes it makes team play available to everybody, but still carves out a niche for the medic. To be useful, mm-hmm. um, other like other ways that support classes are useful is you don't heal to 100 if you're out of fire. You'll heal up to like 33 or 66, yeah. and then to go back to 100, you either have to pick up health from there are health and ammo stations at every point, or a medic has to throw health back to you, and it's it's not they're consumable too. So health and ammo packs go on the ground, and a player picks them up, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. It's not a station that just radiates out health or ammo. Mm-hmm. That, uh, which that may change though if they if they upgrade. It may because there are crates. In Battlefield yeah. One it was the same deal. You had you started out with little packs, little and then eventually you upgraded to a crate, and you just drop the crate, and everybody could heal and, re- and resupply there. I don't know. We'll see. And then the other the other biggest change spotting. Um, it used to be. In other battlefields, you would just sweep your your mouse cursor across the front and just mash Q yeah. Yeah. and wait for your hand well, to fly I out. That. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it. It does it does help because it is it is a it is a nice way to ease you into the experience if you haven't tuned your eyes to see what enemies look like or how mm-hmm. they move. Yeah. And then yeah, once you threw Doritos on everybody, you just shoot under the triangles <laughs> and probably hit people. I remember because Battlefield One was my first experience of the franchise. And you guys were like, just hit Q, just hit Q. It's great. You can be useful. You can be useful. It's and, and you always get but an you get assist. Points, yeah, you yeah. get an assist every time you, you spot someone. 
this doesn't work like that anymore. Oh, which no. sucks. So what is it? What do you? I like what it, is it then? Uh, what I it? didn't like it at all. So uh, there is no, there is no just like universal spotting. <sighs> if you're looking and you hit Q, it'll put a pip somewhere, but it's just putting a pip where you're looking. So if you're talking to your squad and you're like, I think there's a sniper there, you can mark it, everyone else can see it. Okay. There is spotting, kind of similar to other battlefields, but it's the scout is pretty much the only one who gets to do it. There's like a uh, like a spyglass thing, and if you whip it out, you can tag people with that, but that means you're not holding a gun. Hmm. And that means your utility is just spotting people for your squad. And so when the, when the scout tags those people, do they stay, are they visibly, they're visibly tagged for everyone in the squad? Yes. Okay. So I think for everybody in the, on the map. Oh, it so, might be. Oh, okay. I thought it might have just been squad. Uh, we'll have to test that. I, I could be. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was on the map. I also don't know how long they stay tagged. I think it's like ten seconds or oh. something like that. Um, oh yeah. So uh, I read this. I don't know that I necessarily saw it in person, but if a scout tags something and it's marked for you, it will stay marked for you until line of sight is broken. Oh. So if the person who's tagged then gets behind cover or gets away, you lose the tag. I'll so say it. Yeah. You're not. There were there were times in the past where it's like. You can tell when you get tagged because, like, you'll be hiding and then some dude will just round the corner and blow you away because he knew exactly where you were. That doesn't really happen anymore, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was an old Battlefield thing of, like, if you were trying to contest a point and there was one other dude in a tank there, if someone spotted you, the tank would just buzz around the house shooting you until you died. <laughs> now, since spots go away, you can viably hide. And that's actually an interesting mechanic. I, there were a lot of points where... Uh, People would, there's, there's chunks of the map that have a lot of small uh, houses and stuff with multiple floors. A lot of times, uh, the other team would like get up in houses and just wait. They'd let the point get captured, everyone would move on to the next point, and then they'd pop up and shoot everyone as they were running away, recapture the point. It's like, man, that's pretty smart. Um, so yeah, I really like the way the, I, I think also this guy has flares, which will spot. Um, and then there was one other thing, oh yeah, if you suppress someone. So this was a mechanic that was in Battlefield 4 with like a heavy machine gun. If you're just firing at someone, you don't have to be hitting them, mm -hmm. but you can suppress them, which makes their screen all fuzzy, and then you get a suppression credit if they get taken out. I read that. Suppressing an enemy will also mark them for your squad, mm -hmm. um, which I think... So things like that make Scout and Engineer, because Engineer usually has the heavy weapons, more valuable than just repairing vehicles or being able to yeah. snipe. Well, I'll say this, like in terms of giving nuance on a class-to-class -class basis, giving those unique abilities and making them restrictive to that specific class definitely does that. Like it makes it feel like, okay, well there is a very specific, like you said, or you, you had in your notes I saw, like it gives you a very specific reason to play that that class in a, in a more nuanced way, rather than just like, I'll be the medic and I'll put down health. Like is there anything else to the other classes? Like does medic have more? Well, yeah, medic, medic has health and revive and kind of a longer range rifle. I can either have the MP40 or a, a scoped rifle that I don't remember right now, but yeah, it was, uh, so in that way, range, or medic has range that only the scout has too, so in terms of weaponry, they, they can match there. Um, you spawn with less ammo in general. Uh, most guns, you have about three clips total, including the one in your gun. Um, so for the, like, the medic rifle, 10 bullets in the gun and 20 on the side. In other battlefields, I had to go on a pretty good streak to run out of ammo, like just get pretty lucky and kill a lot of people. In this game, I ran out of ammo pretty often, which makes reloading, um, or sorry, which makes the engineer a lot more important. Yeah, the real oh, resupply. Yeah, because resupply is typically the class that I would play. Like I played it yesterday, and uh, it's the same mechanic. I don't know if you remember this from Battlefield One, but like you'd have those little pouches and you would hit Q near someone mm -hmm. and a little pouch would pop out of your chest yeah. <laughs> and it would automatically go to them. It's mm -hmm. the same mechanic. So it's like, you just have to be near them and yeah. just mash Q and then you'll start, you know, like throwing them around like Frisbees. But that's, it's really helpful because you resupply everybody fast. 
So the Q uh, thing, needed. does someone have to call for ammo first before the Q thing will pop up? Um, no, 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 no. You can just run up and give it to them. Oh, um, okay. Because like, and, and basically, it'll you just give it to them if they've shot three or four shots uh, and they've reloaded, I think it's like if they reloaded once with anything, it'll automatically resupply them. Hmm. Um, and yeah. then you get points. You get like 10 points, 20 points, whatever it is for, for a squad. Is there a character where you become a ball and then you can attach a rope to something and spin around? <laughs> I wish there was. You I, can. I haven't you, played Hamtaro yet. I want to. <laughs> Theoretically, um, so I did see there were like about right, yeah. historically oh, yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah, always, he's like a turret. I know. <laughs> Battlefield always always gets there eventually. So mm. yeah, in the, in the gameplay version, I did. I, uh, you can ride tanks, thankfully. The physics will allow you to do that. <laughs> See his legs. There's also like, well... It's so natural. <laughs> so the animation system's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't remember what the... Uh, they have a term for it, for like the tech. But you always have a lower half trailing out of your character. So if you go prone and then swivel around, you'll see your body like on your back and your legs splayed oh, out. Okay. And there was, yeah, there was a point where I was like... I was surfing this tank like balls forward. Shooting like jet through my legs, <laughs> which is pretty exciting. I uh, I don't know. It, it makes it feel a little more grounded, but also a little goofier. But Battlefield always has Battlefield's a dash. All, it's always pretty goofy. <laughs> the guy fall off. Yeah, that was that's Lawrence because Lawrence was shot, and so <laughs> he, he fell he fell down. Uh, there, there was one thing that was interesting about the tanks that I noticed that I don't think was the case before. You can run out of ammo, so you run out of oh. shells. You only have eighteen shells, and then once that's I great. ran out of shells, that's it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. See, um, I guess I never. I've always felt like my tank got blown up before I ever oh, got to the point yeah. of, any, of uh, maybe realizing that. But. Well, in Battlefield 1, you had to reload. It was this really long process. Oh, that's right. Uh, you did R, and it would be like... Oh, yeah. It, was yeah. All, it took forever. It, cool it was runs. also the kind of situation where you would, like, see a plane. And you're like, fuck it. You're just taking pot shots at a plane yeah, that you're yeah. never going to hit, except <laughs> maybe, and then you upload a Twitch clip. Like, <laughs> that, like, it's not effective. So I guess if you have limited ammo, you're probably less likely to see someone... Yeah. trying to just randomly blast something out of the skies. That's true. The, the the one thing I think that we did discover yesterday, Lawrence, was that you could resupply tanks as a resupply class. So I ran up to a tank and threw my little Frisbee at them, and, and it popped into their tank, and they okay. got more shells. Perfect. <laughs> so so you could resupply tanks, or the tanks can go back to bases and resupply at like little little sections at your base. But only yeah. the resupply class can do that? Um, I, only the, the resupply tank? class can resupply a tank. I like that. Like I, I noticed earlier there was the clip where, like, not even just, you know, um, repairing windows, but like the guy was on the rooftop or your character and he was like building walls. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's new. That's that's kind of but it would be cool if something like that where if okay, is that I'm sure that's something everyone can do, right? Mm -hmm. is, yes. But it'd be cool if like say the engineer could do a little something extra with oh, that. Could be like stronger or faster. Yeah, or, or, or hmm, something. You know, yeah. That'd be cool. If you could build walls and ramps just like up in the shape of towers. That's ridiculous. Like all the way up. No, no video game can do that. And that's you just impossible. do that, and then it's just like a bunch of towers going up. No, no, that's not. That's and not. You can that. dance. Nope. Do you think the inclusion, <laughs> the inclusion of those, like, I mean, obviously it's not the same extent, but do you think that's a reaction to Fortnite? It's yeah. So that I, I think that was one of the undercurrents that made people so mad at the trailer oh. is that it did seem to be chasing modern trends, and there's a lot of I guess there's a lot of fear that old franchises are just going to like. Glom onto new game types like it has a battle royale. It wasn't Cod's the alpha. Any battle royale. Yeah. yeah, but COD is. Yeah, there's. So I get people's concern that Battlefield Five would trade away the parts of Battlefield to be popular. Um, 
It's not really like that. So when you building building fortifications can only be done in explicit spots, typically in and around capture points. Um, and to me, it's mostly it's it's a combination to two things. One, it's anti-sniper. So if the map's wide open, there's a lot of tools in this game to both in the map design and the fortification thing, where you can just build up sandbags and stuff to prevent snipers from just picking you off wherever you are, because that was a huge frustration for me in Battlefield 1. And then also, uh, map destruction is pretty sweet. Um, it's not Levolution territory, like there's not a skyscraper that falls over, but a lot of the houses are very destructible, to the point where you, you can blow all the exterior walls away. That's really cool. And it's just it's like one spire with little platforms around it. So it goes from being very good cover to almost no cover. But you can rebuild it and throw sandbags down and stuff. So you can use those as defensible positions, but it requires you to be exposed a little bit. And then those can be blown up too. So it is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you can see like some of the, this is where the house areas is. And you can see some like sandbags of people that have fortified yeah. up there. But it's, it's crazy because at the beginning of the game, when you take that point, there's just tons of cover and like places for people to hide. 20 minutes in, and it's just a boneyard of flat ground. So it's a cool way that, as the map goes on, the points sort of change character in terms of how you defend them and how you have to attack them. And then you can also take some control of that by building fortifications, which is super, super cool. I don't know, do we, we didn't do any of that in our gameplay, but did you do that? I did one? it a little bit. What did it help you with? Like how Fortifications? Did it, yeah, how did it help you? Uh, so there, there is a point on, um, specifically, there's this point on the bridge right here where it's like there's cloth hanging down and then there's open spots where snipers can just pick right through. And you can do that from other points, like across the map. You can just snipe in and start hitting people when they're defending a different point. Specifically on that point, you can build sandbags all the way up. So you can just lock off that whole sniping oh. lane if you know what you're doing and if you actually take the time to do it. But then an assault guy or a tank can roll in and just blow them up again. So uh, I always find that really interesting. Like assault, in other battlefields it was always, I have an automatic rifle and maybe an underslung like grenade launcher. Now in Battlefield Five, I use the RPG to just level Cover everything. Yeah. Yeah. If I was going into a if I was going into a uh, point that had like houses, I just start like picking off all the walls, and occasionally you'd unearth a nest, and then like Axis troops would just scatter like cockroaches. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, and in that way, it's it's a pretty cool way to unify like the game mechanic of destructible buildings or semi-destructible buildings with making or adding value to certain classes because other classes don't have explosives like that. And yeah, just man. Shooting a tank shell inside of a building and seeing everything just like explode out yeah, like cardboard. It's, it's is, so cool. It's it's a boner moment for sure. Yeah, it, 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 that was one thing that I think that Battlefield has nailed that no other game has, which is if you go in a building and then a tank starts shooting at that building, it feels like, especially sound design wise, it's terrifying. It feels like you're getting shelled and like you're like I need to get the fuck out, and because the house is shaking and it's this really loud explosion, you've got to run. And then also. Uh, eventually, if you stay in there long enough, you'll hear the house start creaking, like and like things like start shaking. You know the house is coming down, and you'll die in the house as it comes down. Um, that's something I don't think any other video game has. It's it's really it's really cool. It's really yeah. neat. It's it creates those like creates those moments where like you're thinking about the game, you're thinking about the mechanics, but it's also you're just in the moment completely because yeah. it's really intense and yeah, explosions are nuts. But yeah, in, in terms of in terms of your question, you can't ever really use like they're not. You'll never be building while a firefight's going on, or if you are, that means other people are distracting, so you can actually. Yeah, build. I'm sure you can, it's not like you on the fly fortify yourself. It's, it's like you said, it's designated spots. Yeah. So, so in, in terms of pure mechanics, like Fortnite is, you bring up the thing, you click, and then it starts building, and you can yeah. do other stuff. In Battlefield Five, you switch to the hammer, you find a build point, and then you hold the button down, and your dude like taps it with a hammer a couple of times, and then like sandbags fly in and make a little wall. But 
yeah, you can't really multitask. If you're building fortifications, you're wide open, for one. Um, so you're either doing it before a fight's broken out, or a fight has broken out, and hopefully no one hits you while you're doing it. Yeah, Fortnite is just like, I'm gonna queue up all these builds yeah. while I'm fighting somebody, and it doesn't really work that way. And yeah, you also can't build wherever you want, which I, it works, it works with the game. If, if you could do that, it would, it would be a different game entirely. But speaking of building, save some money, build your own couch with Burrow. Uh, they're sponsoring this podcast, so. Uh, this is this is another and many a line of many fine services that allow you to order something online and get it directly to your house in cardboard boxes. Uh, Burrow is selling luxury couches online. Uh, so basically, you go to their website. You can pick the the style, the armrest height, the color, the hair, the leg color, all all the aspects of the couch you like. Order it, and then they'll ship it to you in a series of boxes with uh, assembly instructions and all of that. It's pretty cool. And because this is, we're coming up on July 4th, or we are just after July 4th, depending on when you're listening to this, Burrow is made in America. And I love America, so you should too. Uh, built in the same factories in North Carolina as other high-end retailers, but Burrow delivers them for much less with their innovative, award-winning design. Uh, they hand-select all their materials right in America for sustainability and durability. Uh, like I said, you can go online and customize everything about your couch, the number of seats, it goes from one to four. Um, it's it's pretty mid-century aesthetic, like some pretty cool uh, hard hard angles on everything, very angular, and I'm down with that. Uh, shipping is fast and free, unlike the rest of the furniture industry, and you can enjoy 30 days on your Burrow risk-free or try out Burrow at one of their showrooms today. And top of all that, you can get $75 off your purchase by going to burrow.com slash dude. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash dude for $75 off your purchase. Real Americans buy couches, and real double super Americans build their own couches. So I encourage you to be a triple American this July 4th and check out Burrow to, to hold that, that big American ass <laughs> that we know you got. Actually, uh, our couch has been getting a little saggy. I, uh, I, I go through seating equipment pretty, pretty regularly. Uh, I do a lot of gaming, all right? And it's gotta hold this carriage. Wait, your, your teal couch? Yeah. Oh, I like that couch. Starting to get a little, I do too, but uh, the, the, the Lawrence side of it is starting to get a little saggy. Which is the Lawrence is side? Kill me. <laughs> Which is the Lawrence side? The one that has the chaise? Yeah. I don't, I want to be as horizontal as possible when I'm, when I'm getting yeah, my video I mean, game in I always want to be horizontal. Exactly. <laughs> I, need the, uh, I need the calories to go to my brain, not to my core. I got a concern. <laughs> <laughs> the calories to is that how it works, James? The calories don't. Are you sure? Not at all. <laughs> I don't know. I got that. I got those doc tags. So, except James, I was playing on PC. James asked me because I only learned really like, kind of like, what calories equate to like two years ago. <laughs> Some people don't have to. Well, she'd be, well, she, she'd be like, it. she'd be like, I think I ate about nine thousand calories today. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then she come in the next day. She, I think I had up to. I think I had twenty something calories today. You didn't. <laughs> well, I'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like, how many calories do you think that? meal has in it and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like 10 yeah. and he'd be like 900. <laughs> like I, I, I just never thought about calories. Yeah. And um, and then <laughs> the other day I read, sorry to derail oh, okay. this, the other day I read a news story that was about Shailene Woodley's new movie. Oh, the boat one? Adrift, yeah. I think it's called, where she's, she's stranded at sea. And I believe it said that in the last two weeks of filming, she said, she claimed she ate 
300 and something calories a day. Like that's oh what she maxed gosh. out at. Cause it's like castaway. In the movie, she yeah, in the movie yeah. she was adrift, so she was yeah. you know obviously without food. And James, was, I said, was, I said, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, I was like, if it was like a couple days, maybe. But for two weeks? For two weeks on that? That's like think. Christian Bale, the machinist. Yeah, that's... that's like, well, yeah, that's she's a, also a woman. Incredibly. <laughs> she's she's also, also a woman. woman. She is also a woman. That's incredibly unhealthy. They survive on their, their sense of self-superiority, you see. And the thing, is, yeah. the thing is, like, I <laughs> why they eat less. <laughs> she's like that that uh, that woman who said that she doesn't need to eat because she just gains nutrients from the sun. Oh, yeah. So they put her in a hotel yeah, room to try it. She was like, there's not enough sun in here. <laughs> it's not working. I'm hungry. <laughs> Well, I, I have no interest in Shailene Woodley or that movie, but I told James, I told James the story because it's on it's about nutrition. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to see what what he would say. Well, he was like, I was just like, I doubt it. <laughs> and I, I went, so. but she said, I think went, that could be possible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I doubt it. I mean, I'm I'm no nutritionist, but I mean, I don't know that it's like I don't know that you could work like that. You yeah. Know, like, if you're it would affect your account, would affect you could, your like, lay in a bed for for two weeks, sure, but I don't, I'm not sure that you could do anything. I mean, it also. I mean, <laughs> knowing, what I know about, knowing what I know about shooting, why would you do that? You do it before you shoot, oh, yeah. right? not yeah. during the shoot. Yeah, because you'll die. But, and I now mean, you're just creating continuity inconsistencies. Well. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Except that, that movie, they would have to have shot the beginning stuff and then given her a break. That movie, I could see them have just shoot it, sh- like shooting it over a month. Oh, maybe. It yeah, doesn't but, seem like it had many locations. But then why does it matter? Tom, like Tom, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and Castaway, film the two things separately. Yeah, you would have to do it that way because you need to show him being fat and you need to show him being skinny. Yeah. And they took time off because that's not how it works. If they can hold on, if, that means after two weeks, now she is the way they can start filming. But they're done. So maybe for two weeks <laughs> she didn't do anything and only ate three hundred calories for oh, like the two weeks, maybe. but but didn't shoot, and then they came back and shot maybe. I don't know. If they she can digitally take off Henry Cavill's mustache, <laughs> they can digitally add some ribs poking out to Shailene Woodley's midsection. I don't buy it. Well, it's also I'm not like people go. People see Shailene Woodley and go, what a fat heifer. Yeah, yeah she's slender. She's what a slender. fat yeah, bitch. She'd never be hungry on a boat. She's a good looking woman. <laughs> and yeah. she's a great actress. She is. She's an okay actress. I'm okay, all right. You know, Secret whatever. Life of American Teenagers all right. I thought she was Let's good not go in crazy. Snowden. <laughs> you know, I thought she was Wait. good in uh, the George Clooney movie. She was in Allegiant. Descendants. The Descendants, yeah. I never saw it. Oh, you... oh wait, I did see that. Yeah, it's good. Years one. ago. Yeah. Do you think Shailene Woodley thinks she has a good career? Yeah. Yeah. She's doing well. She's an actress. She's good as well. in. Um, she's good in the Pretty Little. What is it? The Dirty. Oh, Nicole yes, Kidman. She, oh. And yeah, she's oh. great. Big Little Lies. Pretty Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Big Little. Big Little Big Liars. Little Pretty Little Liars is the CW. Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one with A. But she was in the other CW. No, Wait, she was in the was a- ABC Family Show, My Secret Life. Secret Life of an American Teenager. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Secret so, Life of an American Teenager. That's where she I got her start. Had a Down kid that was a better actor than everyone else on that show. No, she's had a good career. Oh wait, no, Molly Ringwald was in it. <clears throat> Still got it. She sings a theme song too. Oh wow! You guys know that? No. No. I don't care. But I, I think like her activism <laughs> is as important to her as her acting. Oh yeah, because she hates. What oh. is it? Oh, she she loves uh, Native Americans. She hates when you take their shit. Because mm-hmm. she hates pipelines. Well, we already got it all. She's been what are you gonna do? A bunch. We got it all. What are we supposed to do? No, now they're trying to take the rest because of the pipelines, because the oil. We didn't win World War II for nothing. For nothing. Well, Canada we had already, was there we, before America. I'll just say that. I mean, by the time we <laughs> cracked around to World War II, we had basically annihilated most of them. So yeah, we shoved them all into we the. Took ocean. everything. Uh, uh, speaking of World War II. 
OJ Parker asks, what was Funhouse's most Battlefield-esque moment you experienced in the alpha? Oh, by the way, that OJ was the guy that got us the codes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Man, I owe debt to you, sir. Thank you. What was his question? Uh, what was the most Battlefield moment you experienced in the alpha? Lawrence standing on top of the yeah. tank. Turning Actually, like, my body flopping down in There's front. another glitch at the very beginning of this where uh, a guy dies and he does the bleed out animation, but he's stuck in the railroad tracks. Oh, and he's, yeah. so he, he gets revived, but he's still stuck in the railroad tracks laying down. So he's skating around the, oh, <laughs> the nice. railroad tracks and his gun is firing like perpendicular. Just like in history. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, there's there were no giraffe men, sadly. Uh, the ragdolls got a little jittery, which was kind of fun. They did, yeah. They were bleeding out, they're like, ah, ah, just kind of freaking out. Um, I, like, I guess for me, I remember there was a time where, like, me and this other guy in my squad, just some random dude, like, weed smoker 49 or whatever, <laughs> we were, like, we were crawling up, and it was very tense, and we're, there's, like, this ridge that we crawl up to, and, like, the point's on the other side of it. And when you, you know when you get close enough, it shows you that bar of like blue versus red, mm -hmm. and you can kind of tell how many of each team is on a particular point. Mm -hmm. We got up there, and it was like just a tiny bit of blue. So we're like, oh, shit, there's a lot of dudes around here somewhere. Um, so he's like crawling up, and then he gets up real quick, and his head just evaporates instantly. Whoosh, and he's gone. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then like, and then I think a plane landed on me, because there was just a loud explosion, and my screen just went black. So I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, that would be it. That would be it. I wouldn't be going home to my... My sexy virgin blonde wife, <laughs> in that case. I'll say this, I can already tell that I'm gonna miss the blending of peoples and time periods from, from Battlefield 1. Because, mm. like, the feeling mm. when you are you were out there and then all of a sudden a dude just rode by on a horse. Oh yeah. man, that was cool. Like, yeah, that was really cool. That With, was like, really a scimitar. Fun. Yeah, that was really <laughs> fun and stupid. And I actually like that a lot. Giant dirigibles. Now they're just boring soldiers. It was, in Battlefield 1, it was like, I had actually just recently playing it a lot, like a week ago. And it's fun. Battlefield 1 has always been fun, and I feel like the, the more that I played the game, the more I was like, man, this game is so good. They, they had made Battlefield 4 better somehow, so as long as they stuck to that formula in Battlefield 5, I was good. We were all in that bunker. That oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That we was unbelievable. Off. One of my most favorite like things I've ever done playing with anybody in any game was when we were all camped around that one resupply crate and one medic <laughs> yeah. crate and like incinerator grenades oh, fly in, other grenades fly in, the flamethrower man. Gas masks! Yeah. Gas masks, <laughs> gas comes in. Oh, yeah. that's great. It was really fun. So much fun. Those are those are always the best when you just get a good squad and you're you're doing your own thing in the middle of just chaos blowing yeah. up all around you. Oh. Definitely a lot of moments like that. Uh, is this is Bruce gonna get a hot kill streak here? No, Lawrence oh just no. Get him. Oh no. I'm missing a lot. Ah, yeah, there we go. go. I mean, speaking of Battlefield 1, they, I, I had a really hard time adjusting to the gunplay in Battlefield 1. The guns in 1 were weird. They're, they're rough, yeah. Um, and, and I think they ought to be. The World, World War I weaponry is funky. Just in turn, it was this weird transition of firearms, like automatic weaponry was just kind of getting going. And yeah, they just spit out bullets in really weird patterns and the recoil was very odd. Maybe it's just owing to a bank of a lot of World War II shooters, but the guns in Battlefield 5 feel a lot more natural, which is a weird thing to say, but yeah, it made sense right away to me. So that was good. I, mean, I, I don't think I just put in the time to Battlefield 1 to get used to everything. But man, I couldn't hit anything oh, that so game for a while. Fun. So much fun. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess that's that's our rundown for Battlefield 5. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, is there anything else before the final game comes out that you really hope gets gets put in there? Uh, yeah, there are a couple of things that I thought were, were strange. I don't really get the play of vehicles in 5. The planes are really slow, um, which I guess is to make it so people on the ground have a better chance of actually hurting them substantially. In other Battlefield games, people would dive bomb or just fly way too fast, and there's really nothing you could do. 
Um, but I'm also, I was never very good at flying. So I don't really get the, the exchange of all the vehicles. Um, tanks are good, but one assault can pretty much take out a tank. You get three RPGs and dynamite, and that's enough to kill a tank by yourself. Um, two assaults, and you basically don't get anywhere. Tanks can self-heal, right? Like you just hold X. You hold X, but yeah, it takes a really long time. Uh, yeah, so I don't really get that. I don't get the, I don't get the point of having a tank when one infantry can counter it and take it off, off, the, off the map. Um, I guess it is, it is good for long-distance shelling. I did notice that. If you just park a tank on a hill and just rain shells down onto a point, you'll either keep everyone in cover or you just get some, some chip damage on people. Um, theoretically, the bomber is meant to be anti-armor. So if there's a tank that's killing a point, you get a bomber out to take it out, and then the fighters are anti-bombers. So then you have a bit of a, um, a, bit of a, a rock, paper, scissors thing going on. But if an infantry unit can take out a tank, you don't really need a bomber to do it, unless they're way away on a hill somewhere protected by snipers. So maybe that makes sense, but... Um, yeah, I didn't really see the point, uh, at least on this map, of the interchange of armor and airplanes. Having air superiority didn't seem to mean all that much. Uh, I was in one match with a... It was like a... Also, there was a bug. I, didn't, I, I don't think you can leave or create squads. So I was stuck in this squad with a dude who was just in a bomber, and that's all he did the entire match. He would fly around and just drop bombs, and he was really good at it but he never hit anyone. Like, mm -hmm. he would drop bombs on points all the time and somehow never really get anybody. So I don't know if that's like a tweak thing, it's a radius explosion thing. It is pretty cool to see a bomber level, like, like the aforementioned explosive houses. If a bomber strafes one of those, it just, it just evaporates, and that's cool to see. Uh, so yeah, I don't really get that. Um, there aren't any more of the, the big things, right? I think uh, there are. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because that's actually one thing I'm really looking forward to with this game, seeing what they what they add in. Because before in Battlefield, when they had like trains, the trains oh, yeah. and like the, the offshore boats and stuff, like that, was, that shit was oh, yeah. super awesome. It was really cool. And, yeah. and in this one, actually, in this gameplay, there was a time where I was like, "Hold down C for your bonus thing," and like it was, I had banked up a number of points, and I could call in like this giant tank uh -huh. or an airplane. I tried it, it didn't work because of, <laughs> because of the alpha, but um, but I'm pretty sure that, that does come. Like it actually does happen where you get to call in some giant piece of machinery that will help you win hmm. uh, win the battle. And I love that part of Battlefield 1. I, I like that, that a lot. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it actually did help turn the tide a lot of the times, because if, if you're just getting your ass kicked and that train came in. Oh man, that mega train. Yeah, yeah the, and then you're like, yeah, like the train, the train was yeah. here, it was a big deal. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, they, Battlefield 5 has Grand Conquest, which is supposed to, it's kind of like a newer version of Rush, is my understanding. Mm -hmm. You play a particular map, and then based on the relative uh, Based on your relative performance, that'll roll into the next map. So, like one given map, I, I think I remember reading an example of like, oh, the Allies have to rush this place and destroy some artillery. And depending on how many artillery guns you destroy, you go into the next map, and now the enemy has whatever artillery is left. So if you don't destroy any of them, then then they can just shell you for the entire match. Hopefully that'll be fun. Um, I can't fight. I can't fight the feeling that if that happens and you get to the next match and you're just getting shelled all the time, people will just quit. So hopefully people stick with it. It's, it's a neat idea. I'm curious to see. There's so many neat ideas that once, once players really get a hold of it and be shitty with it, that it changes everything. So we'll see. I'm really excited for the Battle Royale, too. I, 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 like, the battle, I like Battle Royale in terms of game mode. And I love Battlefield, so I, hopefully they do it right. Hopefully they, they combine it and put 100 people down. On, I mean, like those maps are always huge, and they could, they could support 64. Mm -hmm. So why not a few more? But man, with, with, the, with the new spotting, and the ability to snipe. I guess that's always been the case. And, and if it's Battle Royale, I assume you have to drop and find weapons. 
Oh, yeah, probably. But, yeah, I feel like sniping is going to be real strong in the Battle Royale mode. I mean, DICE knows what they're doing. They're good at designing games. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how, yeah, in the, in the Battlefield rule set, how uh, a Battle Royale mode could work. Um, but, yeah, the sound design is just fucking great. Absolutely point. bonkers. It looks amazing. At least on PC, that's what we played it on. But there's, like, there's snow blowing around all over the place. The ground is tessellated. So there's, like, relief in all the snow, and it's all bumpy and cool looking. I wonder if everyone being able to revive now was a change introduced because of the Battle Royale. That's what I was thinking. I thought the same thing. Hmm. Um, like, yeah. I didn't think about that. I, I, it makes sense. It totally makes sense, because yeah. that's, a, that's a thing that every Battle Royale has. Oh, that so. make, yeah, that makes Bleed Out a lot more tense, then. Yeah. I didn't think about being able to... I wonder if some of this is feature-proofing for that mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who would revive you? I mean, unless, I guess it could be squad-based Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do one, two, or four, just like any other, you know, Fortnite or PUBG or whatever. Yeah, just given how chaotic the game can be and how how death can come without warning, a Battle Royale mode in a game like that, I mean, I guess it's the same as PUBG. You can just be walking around and some bullet from halfway across the world can go right through your brain and that's it. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it's like. I wonder if, you know, the Battle Royale mode will slide, like, the tanks and the planes and shit. Oh, that'd be so cool. Too. That'd be scary. That's the one yeah. thing that I feel <laughs> I like, what, there's no, no Battle Royale game that has that right now, right? No vehicles? Not, I mean, PUBG I mean, has cars. Yeah, H1Z1 has yeah, cars, but, they don't, but... You can't shoot from... They're not attack vehicles. No, yeah. like, you can't, like, yeah, they're not, like, tanks and stuff like that. I mean, I guess you can shoot from the side of a car, Yeah. There's Auto Royale, which is you're only in a car. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Basically Beverly Hillbillies. The next though, big thing. <laughs> riding around in here. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Battlefield Five Looks cool. Uh, a couple of other interesting things going around the internet. I thought this was cute. Did you guys see the uh, Battlefield... Or, sorry. The Grand Theft Auto Six hoax? I did. Yeah, yeah. This is, to me... This is the internet now. So lazy. <laughs> like, that would be what they would say, yeah. like, GTA 5 or GTA 6. Yeah, Rockstar Message. Uh, yeah, there was uh, modders on GTA Online were able to somehow get in, like, program a visual element that appeared on everyone's screen in particular servers that says, Rockstar Message, GTA 6 coming 2019, rockstargames.com. And it's, like, using in-game fonts, it looks kind of... Here's oh, oh, never mind. I, I misunderstood this. It's, it was just the message that just uh, the overlay popped up, and this was their like GTA Online foot footage. Is, oh. oh, okay. Because I thought that this was the visual that ro- that oh. was supposed to be no, released, no, no, and no. I'm like, no. Okay, I get that. The overlay. But no, this, right. this is a screenshot. Yeah. Here's here's okay. the thing though. Hackers were able to get into their messaging system, and this is what they chose to do with it, as opposed to like mm, yeah. a racial slur. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, good for good for that's the pretty good, and I'm proud of them for that. This is a good a good <laughs> hack. Okay. Um, and I think it's a fun hack, as opposed to what someone could have done with that that's power, true. or true. like free free GTA dollars go here. Something, you yeah, know, like okay. yeah, like link to a cam girl or something, you know, like this is a fun like ah oh, maybe you'd see this in a April Fool's prank. You know? That's a good point. Good, so for, I, good for hackers. I, good for them. Good for these hackers. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They, they had a lot of power at their fingertips, and I think they used it in the least damaging way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not even it's not even remotely believable either. Like 20, well, I guess. <laughs> they had a discussion about it, and they were like, should we do what year? Yeah. Eh, 2019, oh, everyone knows it's stupid and fake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rockstar Support uh, replied to somebody basically saying, this is a hoax made with the use of mods and not an official message or statement from Rockstar Games. Um, but still, I, to my knowledge, I could be wrong, but I can't remember another game 
that has like a first party run service that has shit like this going on in it. Which I'm not gonna say is, well actually, I've seen some pretty wild doodles in Splatoon. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, uh, nobody's ever said that sentence before. This by is the a way. family show. Let's not. Get, let's not <laughs> I mean, talk about what those doodles might be. There's some edgy little millennials out there, mm-hmm. and I there's not a lot of explicit oversight. So yeah, sometimes I'll load into Splatoon 2, got that Octo expansion going on. But uh, yesterday, uh, or I think it was yeah, it was July 1st. Yep, it's, it's a good DLC, all right. But there were a lot of posts about how like since Pride Month had ended, everybody had to stop being gay and all. I don't know. It's just weird stuff. Things what? you wouldn't expect to see what? in Splatoon. Those are official. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Nintendo stop being gay. Yeah, that's the official official statements from Nintendo. Very sexy drawings of Pearl. No, yeah, this game is a uh, broken broken mess. It's, it's kind of adorably broken. It's constantly well, constantly hacked. It works just enough. I mean, like it, sure it works, but every time we load into any server with thirty people. One of them is God, just flying yeah, around, teleporting everywhere, and blowing us up, and headshotting us, and it's just like, come on, dudes! Like, yeah. how, how are they getting past? How are they getting past all of? I mean, maybe they don't have. Do they have an anti-cheat for rocks or for GTA Five? Yes, they people do. People do get banned. That's what I thought. And actually, uh, somebody DM'd me about it. Um, haven't haven't flexed my game journalist muscles on it yet, but was saying that there was apparently at the beginning of the month a huge wave of people getting banned for no reason. I'm air quoting as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be scared, oh, my friend did it, and he heard that five other people did it. <laughs> I think that waves of bans go out all the time for GTA Online, but it's just, I think when games get that big, there's no way for this sort of thing to not happen. Yeah. It's gonna, it's true. I guess Fortnite is the one game that hasn't really been just cracked open like an egg yet. Uh, I mean, like, it's, uh, there are hacks. There are hacks. There are lots of hacks. For as many people that play it, I'd true. expect it to be just a dumpster fire. I don't know how they're protecting that service so well. I'm kind of interested in what this story. Player crashes Fortnite rocket launch viewing oh, party to net It's Nora. awesome. Yeah, that's what awesome. Is it? Can so we there watch was that it? thing. I don't know. I don't know if there's video, but oh, here we go. Yeah, so there was that there was that thing that happened in game where they they launched the rocket, right? Yeah. And everybody just it was like a they were all, they all agreed to not was, be yeah. they'd all built in up combat. on a ramp to watch okay. the rocket go yeah, up. Oh, a, and some asshole went. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Got got the world record by murdering everyone. Sorry, no. I, I there. So yeah, so they they built a huge structure. It's so great. It's such a great thing. And also, I think from what I know, the guy that that broke the structure and got like 48 kills or whatever um, holds now holds the record. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Um, for the for the most the solo. most kills in a Fortnite game. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a dickhead. And hell yeah. There, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I would have. I mean, I'm like, hell yeah. Just sweating bullets the whole time. All this stuff takes me back. I, I love, I love stuff like this because it kind of like James, you were saying, like, hey, it's a prank, bro. But it's like, it's that's not a defense for putting a racial slur in something. Yeah. It reminds me of back in like classic MMO territory, there'd be like. Oh, it's it's like it's peaceful night and Azeroth or whatever. Oh yeah. And it was all just a, a scam to get a bunch of people in one place and just slaughter them all. Yeah. <laughs> or they'd have like uh, human beings, man. The really they're, good ones they're are they're inherently garbage. <laughs> they would have. <laughs> there would be like, if there if there was a particular uh, alliance or whatever that had a, a member that died, they would have like an in-game service. Like a funeral. And, yeah. And how then another one would this? raid their funeral yep. and just like and kill, kill them all. <laughs> how, how do you organize this? Well, well, this is just a the server just did it. Like basically, like a bunch of people agreed. They're like, "Oh well, yeah, let's yeah, go." Yeah, but how? Well, Dis- because Discord uh, Epic had been had talked about the fact that they were la- they're going to launch the rocket at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that they organized it. They may have just been like, "How do you communicate with them?" You don't dance. Yeah, you don't. You just so, like like a, one squad just starts building, right? And hopes that if someone comes across it, they'll 
be uh, they'll understand yeah. the goal. I, I, that's what that's what made it so nice. But then also since somebody blew it up, so terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm actually curious to see what happens when he because I yeah, I want to know how someone blew it up. I don't know. You how You think he'd C4 or whatever? Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe the whole bottom row. Remote explosives. The whole the and whole. And then he deal. just gets everybody with fall damage. Yeah. Okay. Well, if everyone's up there, you only need to destroy the parts that connected to the ground, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then everything oh, else crumbles. Oh, yeah. popcorn. There's the rocket. Oh, they're having such oh, a good no. time. It's going to crack the sky. So, um, did this happen like at a specific time? Yes. So it only happened once? It only happened at, only once, and it was like 10.30 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday. I didn't get to watch it because I wasn't there. How did people know? Uh, or were uh, they just in a match and then Ep some shit started happening? No, no, Epic basically kind of kind of announced it. Okay. Um, so everybody knew it was going to happen. I haven't and, seen and the actual crash. Don't the structures, they fall apart from the bottom yeah, up, so right? You, you, you Do you think there's them. one person you saw? Um, like, oh, look out! Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Look, see, they're dying on the left. You can see uh, the... With a great fall, yeah. Oh, no. Because no one's, no one's looking at, at their structure because they want to see the rocket. That's such a pretty rocket. Oh, rifle. Oh, I wish we could see... The other person's perspective of it. Yeah, the person who's killing everyone. Yeah. I didn't actually get to see the rocket launch either. Yeah, this seasonal is, shit is great. I love oh. when games that require online connections do stuff like this. Yeah, this is like, something you brought up a lot. Yeah, I, I remember talking about it for a really long time. Oh, like, like when Titanfall 1 was coming out, I was like, oh, well, because everyone was like, it's online only, it only has multiplayer. I was like, that's a great opportunity to do a, like, <laughs> that's a great opportunity to do fun seasonal stuff and I'm really glad that Fortnite is doing that like mm -hmm. fun events that tie into movies yeah. and tie and get people playing like that shit is is reinvigorates games totally you know? Epic's been doing a great job they patch this game like every two days um, with new you know new weapons or new mechanics or whatever it's just like they are doing a fantastic job of, yeah. of Keeping it's, this game alive. It's so wild too because like Fortnite had has the momentum and has capitalized on it in ways that Pokemon Go unfortunately seemed to not. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Could you imagine if like Pokemon Go had this level of of like refreshes and updates and stuff like that? Man. I would have been I would still be playing Pokemon Go. I was so excited about that game. Jeremy Dooley would argue that there is plenty to do in Pokemon <laughs> That's Go. That's true, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it it's been really cool. I Fortnite's one of those games, like, I guess you can play it casually, but I feel like it's so cool. To, the people who are really good at it kind of experience a different game than I do when they I do. play it. I want to play that game, but I don't want to put in the time necessary to be that good. Yeah. I've, I've, let, me, let me tell you from experience. Yeah. I've been playing it for four or five months. Like, on and off, I'll play, like, let's say three, four hours a week. And boy, oh boy, have I not had much fun. Really? No. Oh. Um, like... Because you're right. You, other people experience an entirely different game when they're when they're good at building, and they know what to do and when to do it, and can land their shots. Then there's me, who's like, I get shot, and I'm like, uh, Q, wall, and like <laughs> one wall goes up, and I'm like, okay, I got a wall up, and I get shot again from behind, and I'm like, Q, turn around, wall, and I'm like, all right, I gotta hit a ramp. See, <laughs> ramp. The ramp walk, uh, walks. <laughs> I walk up. I'm like, is anybody? And, I'm just <laughs> and that's basically what every like. I've gotten better and better as time has gone on. Why do you still do it, Bruce? I, I mean, like, Bruce is young. Because no, because uh, <laughs> because it's. I, I'm trying to get better. Hmm. Like the there have been good rounds where like I'll get four or five kills and I actually feel like oh like I did something there, um, and like 
again, there's, there's really only way, one good way to get good at this game, and it's practice. Uh, Boo! I know, I know. Trust me, I'm aware. And it's, it just doesn't feel, but it doesn't feel like I'm getting better. Wow. So. Fighting games are very similar. I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I remember when I first started getting into fighting games in college and stuff, playing CVS 2 and Third Strike, and I would get so pissed off because my friends were executing combos and stuff, and it was all execution. I just needed to practice. But I didn't want to do, go through the boredom of doing the same combo for an hour just to make sure I had the muscle memory to do it when the opportunity arises. I just wanted to play the game and then get better at it. Yeah. But yeah, you got to drill some stuff. When I, play, I played a lot of Street Fighter 4 online. And that was kind of, also my problem is I'm like, huge cast of characters, so much to do, so much to see, except the one dude who just plays Balrog. When you go online, there's a guy who just plays Balrog. Mm -hmm. he's, got, he's got 400 hours of Balrog. He's never touched any other character in the game. Just doing that one combo. And then he, he's, he nails the combos every single time. You're like, fuck. You can't adapt to that. Like, oh, there's yeah. no, you can't. He's just, he's just picked his strategy. He's like, I want to win online, so I'm going to play this character, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm not playing this this character online. I'm going to go into training and then just run these combos again and again and again and again. Yeah, it's tough. That's that's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, it's muscle memory. It's you know like wall wall ramp floor wall wall ramp floor like yeah. and, like knowing what to do and like knowing where to jump. Uh, if you ever want to watch somebody that's pretty good at the game, Steven Septic. He's really, really good at it. I know, you don't have to watch him. But. It's the Ritalin. Um, what did you say? It's the Ritalin. Uh, I, it, I think so. Um, I think it's also the caffeine and, and the, the vape. vape. Yeah. Um, when you play a puzzle game, the mystery is your only master. I'll say that much. <laughs> I'll say that much to you, I finally found, uh, speaking this, of puzzle games. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, July 13th. Coming out, yeah, that's not what I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> I found V-roll of Tetris Effect. Oh. I'm really excited about that. What's that? I'm the only one who cares. Uh, it's... It's a Tet Bruce, it's the perfect game. Get, get a load of this, all right? Tetris, already great, right? But combine that, <laughs> combine that with the star-studded talent behind such games as Rez, Luminous, and Child of Eden. That's right, Tetsuya Mizuguchi himself is making a Tetris game, Bruce. Hold on, I'll pull up the B-roll. It sounds, actually sounds pretty cool. I mean, I know Elise would be sort of into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if I play the word search games, so. Word search games? Are there yeah. word search games? Yeah. You do like a word search and you find the words. And... You mean like the ones you can get like in the newspaper? Oh. <laughs> I'm almost... Yeah, I guess you could find them in a newspaper. I'm almost done with uh, with Picross. Oh, Lawrence, you're going to love this. Hell yeah, I am. It's in VR, too. It's got sparkles why would you and do like... Yeah, why would you play this in VR? Is it all too Because I want it to fly at me. So when you like clear lines and shit, the sparkles like fly at your face. This would this would be super zen if you're like going to, you know, you're going to bed and you're, you're playing your Switch and yeah, you're you playing your helmet if on. If it wasn't no, Tetris, it'd be super zen. Oh, yeah. It's still Tetris, which you're like, ah, ah, constant yeah. pressure, Panicking. no winning. You, If you'll notice, there are some characters from other Tetsuya Mizuguchi games like Sparkle Whale that shows up in a minute here. Wait for Sparkle Whale. Uh, we all remember Sparkle Whale from Child of Eden, right? You got to shoot the barnacles off of them. I like him. the music. Yeah, the music's good. It's going to be a great game. James We're all going to stay at the camera for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, but speaking of being in bed, uh, actually, I'll, I'll just let that music go. We can we can relax here. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Casper that will give you the most American night's sleep you've ever had. Um, the original Casper mattress combines supportive memory foams for quality sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. I've been using it since I got it three years ago. Speaking of, speaking of gamer sag, um, <laughs> despite spending up seven, eight hours a night on that thing, no, no, no sagging yet. It has retained its shape, which is great. Uh, 
They're not just a mattress company either. Casper also offers a wide array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. You got your your, uh, your pillows and other accoutrement in the bedroom. You can basically get decked out from one website, which is pretty great. And of course, Casper mattresses are made in the USA. So God bless our independence and God bless Casper mattress. You can order online. It comes to you in just like the shrink wrapped uh, bag, which is pretty cool because when you pop it, it explodes. <laughs> and since it's a mattress, it doesn't hurt. Um, but it, it was a fun experience opening that in a very narrow hallway. It was basically like getting just shoved against the wall. Uh, you like it. I do. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a secret submissive, uh, but that the subs hold all the power at least. That's, that's what I've learned. Uh, Casper also offers free shipping and free returns to the US and Canada. Uh, they say, considering that we spend a third of our lives on a mattress, it's important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. So that's why you get a 100 night trial. Um, within 100 nights of, of your new Casper, if you don't like it, they'll accept returns. So risk-free trial. And on top of all that, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash dudesoup and using our code dudesoup at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. But that is $50 towards select mattresses at casper.com slash dudesoup and using dudesoup promo code at checkout. So thank you, Casper. And I encourage all of you to get a good night's sleep. It'll help you open your mind to the Hare Krishna vibes of Tetris. It's also kind of cute in when you rotate pieces and drop them in the background or like oscillate and stuff. I'm so into this right now. So into it. It's just Tetris. I've been playing Tetris my entire life. I don't care. I don't care. When, are they, when is Tetris going to get as popular as Fortnite? Actually, it kind of was. It, it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. the best-selling game of all time? Like for Game Boy, I think. Yeah, actually, I think if you add in all the different I think versions of it. I think we looked this up, and I thought it was. Best video game ever made. Who needs, who needs uh, fucking rockets that crack reality? Tetris effect. Nobody. Oh yeah, this one has. Flames. Yeah, this one's got little fire people. It's oh, got worship fire god. Only made for stoners now. Yeah. Did, don't you think it's weird that it took a while? Yeah. I mean, COD was kind of a stoner game, but I don't know that it was designed specifically for that. But and in addition to the psychedelic weird VR thing that I uh, did it at uh, E3, it does seem like. I thought yeah. VR was a dead ringer. I'm That's like, right. this shit is made for people. You <laughs> by tapping, they were like, we're freeing your senses by tapping in every single one. Yeah. Yeah, see? At least it's feeling it. But at yeah. It's... At least you should go to a rave. Oh man, I don't have the energy for that. I only, ha- <laughs> I only have the energy for this. 9.15? I only have the energy for this now. Imagine, VR helmet. There's fire people celebrating your Tetris well as you sink into a couch. Uh, under the influence of nothing but your own spirituality. But yeah, for real. I, I, I don't know. The second I put on a VR helmet for the first time, I was like, oh man. This is it for you. This is, the, well, the psychedelic community is going to eat this alive, I hope. It seems like it hasn't really caught up to them yet. Maybe it's too high tech. You need, you need a, a, a cyber shaman like me to guide people through their Whoa, spiritual enlightenment. Look at the four lines they got. Yeah, so that's exciting. Cool. That was an exciting moment this morning. When I found that on some random person's YouTube channel. But yeah, Captain Toad or whatever. Uh, I'm excited, actually. Uh, So, at a glance, Monument Valley is the game that it seems similar to in that there is sort of a... It's perspective-based visual puzzles about switches and, like, platforms and things like that. Oh, um... Is that not a fair comparison? Maybe. I mean, I'd say that Captain Toad has no equal. You've, you've offended Elise. I'm sorry, Elise. Uh, it's just... Imagine a platformer where you never have to jump. What? That's Captain Toad Treasure Track. That's not a platformer, wow. though. I would say it is. 
as there's there are still platforms. You're blowing involved. my mind right so you now. You can drop, right? That's the thing is you drop, okay. you get projectile. I, I hope everyone buys this game. Everyone will. Are you gonna buy it? They will now. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Put me down for three copies. <laughs> three? Why do you three need three? Three copies. Try and support games. Are that you really I love. gonna buy it though? Yeah, three times. So I have to buy it for every time I delete it off my Switch. That's not how it works. But. At least. Bruce, are you gonna get it? Test off, test off the Switch? How much is it? $40. $40? Bonus levels though, Bruce. Bonus maybe I'll stream it. Maybe I'll stream it. That's two bills. Lawrence will buy it. I know Lawrence will yeah. buy it. Well, I know Lawrence. He buys everything. No. I'm working on Hollow Knight. He has three PS4s at his house. Yeah. Can I talk about something? Please. Yeah. Uh, I picked up Crash Bandicoot. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember now why I never liked it. It's not <laughs> it's, it's not great. Well, it was still like when everyone was trying to figure out those 3D platformers. It's like all but the Nintendo worst already did it. It's like all the worst things about platforming in one game. It's the most it's the most brutal translation of Mario to 3D, yeah. which is like what if we just took the level and did that and yeah. then did that? And yeah. that's it. And that's not a bad thing, but there's a lot of things they didn't get right in that transition. Yeah. Whereas Mario 64 beat it to the market. Well, yeah. well it's, it was it's so We have like a genre of games now, which are like, you know, the Hollow Knights or the Celeste. These games where they're like, we built this game with speedrunning in mind. And that's what it feels like Crash Bandicoot was, except it was supposed to be a mainstream game for everyone to want to play and to push consoles. And so, and I know I'm stepping on people's toes. I know it's a beloved franchise. It is? Yes. For some. Who's it beloved by? Tim Gettys. Tim Gettys doesn't count. Um, but man, yeah, just playing it again, I was it's, just like, I was like, oof. And and like, there'll be points where it's just all you have to go is from right to left, but they'll still let you move up and down a little bit. And I'm like, why? Three D. All it does is make me miss jumps. Yeah. Why? What's the point of it? Well. And, I, you just got to get good. Sorry. And dude. then, and then there's just the the OCD factor of like, for some reason, the collectible aspect is destroy all the boxes, which I don't. Maybe someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you can do in every single level the first time through. I think you have to go back to certain levels because you have to get like the staff or whatever to unlock those platforms that take you to like other tracks. Oh, really? And other courses, I think. <laughs> oh, what is, what um, is I didn't get that, that far. That was the deepest but, yawn I've ever seen but, at least yawn. I don't sleep enough at still, night anyway. Still, still though, I just, the fact that at the end of every single level, no matter how difficult it was, even when you finish, it's just him going, you how trash oh, you are. Oh, and dropping boxes, boxes on him down? again and again. And he says, please, please. And goes, you missed 20 boxes, you <laughs> idiot. You're an asshole. Why are you playing this game? See, I think, I actually give the game credit for that because I think it understands what it is when it does stuff like that, when it rubs it in. Like, oh, you beat the level, but you missed 20 boxes, asshole. And then Crash Bandicoot's like on the ground unconscious after getting pummeled by crates. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I like, Crash 1 is is rough, but I still keep playing it, so I don't know I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's so many other better platformers. I was on, just playing it on Switch yeah. like this weekend, and I was like, mm. I know why I never got mm. into this game. I yeah. remember immediately. That was uh, that was Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. Way back when. Yeah. Man. They got quite a track record. Yeah, you got a you got a rough history with Naughty they. Dog, huh? So they did Crash. Were they did Were they Jack and Daxter? Was that Sucker Punch? I can't remember. It was Ratchet and Clank. That was Insomniac. Who's Jack and Daxter? <laughs> Sucker Punch, I think. What did they do in the Maybe PS2 Sucker era? Punch. Who's Crash Bandicoot? Is that Spyro? Who's Spyro? There was a whole roster of these are all Sony cartoon I think never played Spyro before. is Insomniac. I only know their names. Uh, 
Yeah. Spyro's Insomniac. How about Dick and Jim? Oh. Uh, Spyro's fun. Big Swizzle and, and Tom King and Tim. Tom and Gear Gearhunk. <laughs> oh, Bruce, I got something for you to read. All right. Speaking of nostalgia, uh, I know what this is. Too. Yeah, uh, pe- people knew this was going to happen pretty quickly, which is which is all right. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, oh I got a, I got a three page. It's really long. Oh my god. It's yeah. Really long. As those of, those of us that are in between opinions, oh yeah, like in the neutral the neutral galaxy. It's it's, it's a absurd. utter delight watching people argue over this. It's absurd. All right, so Last Jedi ruined everything good in this world. And kind of like uh, when taxation without representation ruined everything good, a handful of very heroic people Brave. stood up and said, no more. Courageous. No more will we, you take our money, mm-hmm. we're gonna shoot you until you die. And uh, I think it's about time that the fans of Star Wars have done the same, and it took one brave soul to punch up a weird graphic about it. One of my one of my favorite things is when someone with a complete lack of understanding about how something works decides to come in and critique said thing. Like you don't have to be a director oh. to be able to cr- critique movies, but you should know what movies are, kind of why they exist, and how they are made to be able to critique. Yeah. I like when people have no no concept of any of those facets of the medium that they're criticizing and yet they still choose to criticize. Well, they, they feel ownership over, yeah, yeah, a thing that they don't understand and never have never made anything like, well, that's weird. Anyway, uh, Omar, hit that, hit that classy graphic. Yeah. Those are my glasses. <laughs> that's what you use to read. <laughs> All right, so this is a declaration uh, from the fans of Star Wars, collectively. Shut Bruce up. is one of them. <laughs> um, well, save that away, shut Bruce. up for later, at yeah. least, because i got to read this whole thing. The whole thing. All right. We, the fans of Star Wars, oh. do this day send forth this declaration to the president of Lucasfilm, Kathleen <sighs> Kennedy, <sighs> and to all people in the world to make clear to all the purposes and goals of this rebellion. Purposes and goals is capitalized, by the way. And rebellion is, too. Yeah. We firmly acknowledge the importance and necessity of the control of the franchise being in the hands of one person. We accept that for a contiguous, non-contradictory continuity to be established, much of the old must be done away with to make way for the new so that we can enjoy this universe without questioning how something makes sense. They just randomly capitalize everything. That's true. We believe that those in charge of a franchise derives its power as a creative force from the consent of the fandom of that franchise. Nope, never. We believe that. Money, but. Should fans, lifelong fans especially, be purposefully shunned insulted and tossed aside by those at the head of the franchise is the unalienable right of said fans to boycott or force change in such leadership. I mean... We believe that Lucasfilm has willfully and malignantly discarded the fans in the sole pursuit of a misguided political agenda, and therefore, it is our unalienable right to refuse to fund the franchise and to call on Disney to change those who are in charge of Lucasfilm. This is what Thomas Jefferson had in mind when he wrote the Constitution. We do not take this course lightly. (laughs) Franchises long since established should not be changed for slight and transient causes, but when those helming a franchise display a history of callous disrespect for said franchise, women, its long and storied history, and its massive fan base displaying a clear design to subjugate totally and absolutely the characters we have come to know and love solely to push a social narrative. Jar Jar Banks. It is our right, our duty, to depose of that leadership. The short history of the current leadership of Lucasfilm is that of, is that of continued grievous offenses and insults against General all consumers so who have been fans of the franchise for any period of time before it was purchased by Disney. 
You have disrespected the characters of the original trailer, treating them as mere tools, stepping stones for new characters rather than the heroes they actually are. You use new characters, toys, and tools to push your gender masculinity forward. You lied to George Lucas when you told him that legacy characters would be protected and make sure they would continue to live in the way he created them. You have lied to George Lucas when you said you wanted to do something for the fans and have now fully reneged upon that promise telling Mark Hamill that the stories you want to tell matter more than the fans. What? You've given the core trinity of characters from the original trilogy terrible send-offs. I like the idea that there was a meeting with George Lucas where they discussed anything other than money. Yeah, no. <laughs> Luke Skywalker dying as a sour old man who couldn't be bothered to come help his sister in person or mourn the loss of his best friend. Han Solo dying by the blade of his own side of the movie. I'm just going to skip a lot of this. <laughs> Leia flying in the ride. comedic scene that reminds most of Mary Poppins and will shamefully forever be out. Carrie Fisher's last outing film would be remembered. You're shamelessly attacking anyone who voiced a negative opinion, calling racist, sexist, misogynist, telling them they must have a problem with strong women, telling them that the only overweight males and members of the alt-right dislike the direction you were taking the franchise. Oh, jeez. I think I'm more or less coming from you. That, never mind. You have refused to acknowledge any complaints as legitimate for the fans. You don't even recognize that people who are not male or not Caucasian dislike your modus operandi as well. We. <laughs> the fans of Star Wars do therefore in the name and by the authority of the free market of the world solemnly publish and declare our intentions. By the authority of the free market? Mm -hmm. wow. To fight and oppose you and your socio-political ideals. Oh my God. By any and all means at our disposal. To refuse any decree from Lucasfilm as to what we should like that is contrary to the right of opinion. To bring about your destruction, the destruction of your career, and anything relating to filmography. To forever restore the true characterizations of these beings in a galaxy far, far away. To these ends, we pledge our merchandise, our honor and our wallets. Just don't Are they go making see merchandise? It. God bless America. Don't go see it. I'm don't go buy anything. I'm so happy they're not enjoying it. Me too. I'm so happy these people are not enjoying I'm a life, it. I'm a lifelong fan. I've been a fan since I was like three years old. I've loved Star Wars. And I thought Last Shot I was fine. <laughs> I thought I was cool. I liked they were trying to take a new direction. Yeah. I just think it was bad improv. That's my, my harshest criticism of it, is that it's bad improv. Someone before you set something up, oh, yeah, you totally. just you don't yes. go no, and you do you generally, a yes good sequel does yes and, yeah. but who gives the fucking shit no, at all? And I'm glad, I'm so happy <laughs> that they're miserable. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's like, they take your negativity somewhere else. You know, like, if you don't like it, then that's fine. Yeah. Move on to Star Trek. Let me tell you, I watched the first season of Rome. I thought that first season was amazing. It was great. Yeah. And started the second season of Rome, watched about six episodes, and said, this isn't very good. Mm -hmm. So now, in my mind, I pretend like Rome ended <laughs> at the end of season one. And I don't do that. I'm able to say that's where the story ended for yeah. me. You know? Caesar, and then Caesar popped up in the terror. And everything's all right. And now he's back. Everything's and, all right? But you didn't grow up with Rome. You didn't. By she's a lifelong of fan. For she's a lifelong I, I fan. I am a lifelong fan of Empire. For the entire existence of Rome, she's been alive. I use a lot of the things that they created in everyday fan. life. The Calendar. Is, the thing is, I, I, again, I feel, I feel like I have the most right to speak to these people because I have been... Oh, these people? Mm -hmm. I've read 60, 70 novels. I've, I've seen these movies hundreds or thousands of times. Like, I love these characters like they're my own children. And when somebody does something different, I go... Cool. You know, like that was it was creative. I didn't like it, but that's okay. Um, no big deal. I'm looking forward to the next piece of content that they make. Maybe I'll like that one the most. That's what I always think in my head. 
maybe this one will resonate with me the most. Mm -hmm. um, and like one of those movies, like Rogue One, when I, when I saw Rogue One, I loved it. So I know a lot of people did, but I, I thought it was great. Um, and it resonated with me because I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. So like I was like, wow, Rogue One was really great. Solo, not so much. And maybe the next one will come out and retroactively make something that happened in the previous one all the m more cooler. It's or... interesting you say that because a lot of people are discovering right now, right now, that Last Jedi, that Ryan Johnson did a lot of really interesting tie-ins throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, one of them being uh, Rey and Kylo both fight almost exactly the same at different parts of that movie. You should go and look it up because it's really cool. Yeah, and when she's training against the rock and, and then when Kylo's fighting Luke. Yeah. yeah, and I always knew Ryan Johnson. He's not a bad filmmaker. He's always been a pretty good filmmaker. Mm -hmm. So when I saw Last Jedi, I was like, eh, not bad. I feel like there's more here that I'm missing, which is, again, that's Ryan Johnson's fault. But there's some really cool stuff that if you go looking, it's there. So. I'm going to throw this out there. I think Last Jedi to the rest of the Star Wars films is basically what Matrix Reloaded was. And everything oh, yeah. is like The Matrix, yeah. that's true. But, so The Matrix Reloaded bit off way more than a sequel yeah. to The Matrix Should needed to, been. or the audience really asked it to. It got into weird philosophical Greek shit about what is reality and all that stuff. Which, you know, that was implied, but Last Jedi went whole ham into like, what is a hero, what is even good, and yeah. like moral relativity, and assuming, like, Assuming that you're the hero and the damage that can cause and not trusting people to do their jobs right. All this cool nuanced stuff that Star Wars has never been about. So I get when people say like, Last Jedi did all this stuff no one ever wanted it to. But I'm glad it did. It gave me a lot to think about. Yeah. To wit, like, um, you know how like Luke basically was astral projecting and disappeared? Mm -hmm. And I don't know why this didn't occur to me before, but that's exactly what Obi-Wan did. Yeah. So, that opens up like this whole possibility space where Obi-Wan was not on Tatooine ever. Um, oh, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, or like he was never on the Millennium Falcon, like he was projecting that whole time, or at least during that fight. Makes you wonder. It's, it's funny, because you, you're basically, you're Ryan Johnson now on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen him. <laughs> oh, I love it. Because he's he's <laughs> tweeting back, all because yeah. all these people are like, blah, blah, like, like well, Luke would never do this. And then he'll show them yeah. an example from Empire Strikes Back and be like, yeah, he, he already did One it. One I yeah. appreciated was someone saying, George Luke, they quoted George Lucas when George Lucas says, Star Wars is a fairy tale. Every character needs to have a happy ending. You know, nobody dies. Yeah. Like, you know, he's speaking to kind of like the original trilogy. And they were like, look, George Lucas himself said that this is a fairy tale. It needs to have a happy ending. Nobody dies. And then Ryan Johnson posted pictures of like Amidala, Mace Windu, Obi Wan, like Anakin. He like yeah. he's like Qui Gon. Yeah, <laughs> and I, mean, I was like, die. I mean, it's completely true. It completely yeah. contradicts everything you're saying. Listen, I was pissed off when Sting joined the Wolf Pack. Okay, just mm -hmm. like everyone else, I was pissed off. So it's wrestling, okay? Because you know we had known him as Surfer Sting, the man called Sting. That's right, we did. That, yes. Blonde, mm -hmm. all American. Blue. We're all there. You know, just he was our Sting, mm -hmm. and I understand he had to change to adapt to the NWO. He had to he had to take his dark side and really embrace it, and that's when he yeah. became Crow Sting. Okay, mm -hmm. and he come down from the rafters Crow with sting. a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. Sting doesn't use baseball bats. But this thing had to because he was adapting to the environment in which he was put in. Now, when you're telling me that this thing who put himself through so much is now joining the wolf pack <laughs> and is going to wear red face paint, you're telling me this? I mean, I hated it. I hated it. But ultimately, looking back now, it's, it's all Sting could do. Well, now when he's at those conventions now and he's signing autographs, what t-shirt is he wearing? 
He's wearing the wolf pack. NWO, NWO wolf, wolf pack red sting face. I knew that. And you think Scott? That. You think Scott Nash or uh, uh, Scott Hall is there wearing Razor Ramon? No. No. No way would he do that. No He's way. wearing NWO, NWO. Wolf pack shirt. Did you did, <laughs> did you drop a declaration of independence from from wrestling when Sting joined the Wolfpack? No, I took it in stride. Good for you. Because I said they know what they're doing. I'm unhappy, but they know what they're doing. Well, remember that there is a line in the Last Jedi. That it describes the entire film, and it's uh, Sting will be back. Sting will be back in the wolf pack. <laughs> I guess I really am the last Jedi. It's a, that's right. That was the line. Um, it was what was it? Forget the past, kill it if you. Have oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. That's what he was doing. Well, it's like kill your darlings. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just have to kill your darlings to make something, mm-hmm. make something new eventually emerge that's better. That's and, it. Um, I don't think Last Jedi is a, like a great film no. by any means. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Um, I think it's still. <laughs> Just fine though. Yeah. I, know, I didn't yeah. think it was bad. It, it doesn't. I, I I don't love it, but no. it doesn't like affront me. No, no, I no, guess. no, 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 no. I guess I'm not. Same no, no. with the reverse DDT. It's like <laughs> yeah, well, it's a scorpion deathlock. Why wouldn't he keep doing that? He's sting. Yeah. Reverse DDT. Come on, it's nothing. It's nothing. But it was right yeah. at the time. He needed something different. It was. But you know what's right all the time? Clothes from Mac Weldon. <laughs> uh, Mac Weldon is a sponsor of this podcast, and gosh, do they make great underwear. And shirts, undershirts, socks, what have you. Your uh, your wardrobe needs this in it. Uh, Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Uh, their website is actually laid out really well. It's easy to find what you're looking for. They got all the colors on display. That seems like a trivial thing to talk about, but I've been to some pretty garbage websites before, so it is pretty easy to navigate and stock up stock up your uh, stock up your cart with all sorts of goodies. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts, naturally antimicrobial. It's baked into the fabrics. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's anti-stank. And uh, there's, there's no better way to celebrate this July 4th than not smelling, um, even, if it's, even if it's the 5th. They also have, like every good American, ultimate confidence in their product and their work. So they want you to be comfortable. If you don't like your pair, your first pair of Mack Weldon's, you can just keep it. And they'll still refund you, no questions asked. So you should give it a shot. Uh, you can start with just one pair, and if you find that you like it, you can eventually deck out your whole underwear drawer, your whole sock drawer. It's, it's basically taking over my, my drawers already. Uh, and not only do they look good, but they perform well, good for working out. I wear, uh, I used to only get like low ankle socks because I used to wear low ankle shoes, but then I got, I joined that motorcycle life. Now I need those high socks and Mack Weldon makes a lot of really good ones. I've been wearing them for like almost two years now. And yeah, I'll wear them to the gym where I'm home, put them through the wash, all great. Um, you can get 20% off your Mack Weldon order by going to MacWeldon.com, just using our promo code SOUP. So that's 20% off everything you order from MacWeldon.com using our promo code SOUP. So I encourage you to check them out, especially if uh, you are like I used to be. You're like old me, bargain bin shopper for underwears and socks. I always just got the bulk bag, tore it open, dumped it in. And then every six months or so I'd have to rotate it out because they would just dissolve. But not, not my Mac Weldon's. Ever since I got, ever since they first sponsored the podcast, like two years ago, I've been using the same underwear, the same socks, and it's worth the investment. So uh, I encourage you to go to macweldon.com, and if you find stuff you like, you can get twenty percent off your order using our promo code SOUP. S O U P. So thank you, Mac Weldon, for the sponsorship. And I, I think we missed it. What was there some goofiness going yeah, on? Yeah, there was, was the, the tank Mr. Pizza Pasta got caught in the railroad tracks and was sliding around, <laughs> but firing still firing gun. a gun. <laughs> it's that. Yeah, Mr. Pizza Pasta just got blown up on the left. And then you yeah. res him, oh. but not in the form that he was used to. It's great. So, if, you, if you turn around, this is where I notice him. Yeah. So he's alive there. <laughs> if you can call that a living. <laughs> this is when I start realizing, I was like, what's, what's going on with him? Yeah. 
But yeah, he's shooting. He's you can gone. see him shooting. <laughs> watch him. Watch him go through the. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, it's it's an alpha. Uh, <laughs> Look at my soldier. I resplied him too, no. even. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. All right. So yeah, it's an alpha, but yeah, pretty good stuff. All right. Let's uh, let's net hard, smash that button, Omar. Yes. I can't oh, tell if this is Cyberwatch or net hard or. They're so different, Bruce. I don't know how you could not tell the difference. All right. There's an alpha in there. So, from last week, the reigning champion Nikki Crush, coming in, smashing things. Let's see what the latest squish is. It's still two crushers, one car. Mm. Yeah, two That's weeks ago. It's hurt him. Five That's lame. Ago. She hasn't uploaded a video in two weeks? It's been a while. Been a while. Well, it was, that, the, it was the frequent uploads that, that saved oh. Nikki, sa- saved him, let's use the proper pronoun, uh, saved him last week. Because oh. the, the challenger only had three videos and they were all two years old. So oh, gotcha. I couldn't in good conscience. Oh, white pumas. I like white Oh, pumas. you can't step on a ping oh, pong ball? I don't like the ball? one they have a big pumas. You step on a ping pong ball, you can't play with it anymore. It's I mean, the whole game is going down, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki Crush is going to mm-hmm. really tear it up. Oh, German. I don't know why. I don't know uh, why no, I any, didn't know he was German. Any amount of surprise to me. Crush and Z's. Oh, yeah. So we're sure this is a he? Yeah. With pretty hairy legs. Yeah, the legs oh, are pretty hairy. Okay. Oh, um, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, we know. We don't have hairy legs. We know. So that's that's Nikki Crush, Nike Crush, whatever. Um, this one's a bit of a bit of an oldie but a goodie. Um, you guys may be familiar with it already. Uh, Mr. Mr. John Sakars is the world or the internet's sexiest vegan. Um, and oh, you already, didn't you already do this one? I didn't know. Did I? I think you did. Okay. Well, I'm gonna play. Let that play then, and I'll fish up another one. I usually delete him from my uh, my list. Yeah, when he's like looking at like a channel. Get back here. Oh, good. All kinds of weird shit on it. Like yeah, I think you did this, this one. I think we voted him down. Okay, good. I thought uh, so, but <sighs> all right. Well, that's my. Uh... Oh, you gotta stop this. You gotta stop. Thank you. All right. Uh, apologies for the uh, the bad record keeping on my part. Let me just fish up another one here. Uh, some of this stuff kind of requires a lot of a lot of research first. There's something Adam was looking at this channel. Oh, the ant thing. The the. Oh yeah. Oh, um, the Mercury? Yeah, this, this channel that was Mercury just... Mercury and the anthills? Mercury. This oh. guy poured Mercury and anthills. But all he did was stuff with Mercury and bugs. Cool. That's pretty neat. And I told Adam to send it to you, but clearly he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> all right, so this is uh, Oh Ho Ho Josama. Uh, it's a video, or it's a, it's a YouTube channel. They're all titled Oh Ho Ho. Oh, it's just yeah. all anime. Oh! And yeah, it is, it is nothing but uploads of anime girls. Have Do they a have a sex swing? Oh, shit. When Rahul does his... his Oh man, send it, send it to them. I mean, they have to, right? I think we have a winner here. Real yeah, we definitely have a winner. Yeah. Just seeing the oh ho ho as the title every time, that makes me want to vote for him. Oh, really? Well, that was well let's let's click on a couple here. Yeah. <laughs> Cross dressing fetish, good. There's that one. Okay. I guess it was kind of buried in there. Yeah, yeah it was. There. Yeah, there's a Mario Kart one that I saw. Oh. Scroll to the top. Top? Yeah. I saw a Super Mario Oh, Santa. Go. You got to do Santa, too. Oh. Santa and Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. That right. counts. That counts. All right, now Santa, please. Where is Santa? Down a little bit. There he is. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's just ho oh, ho ho. Oh, oh. That's special one published on Christmas. Oh, they changed it. Instead of oh ho ho, it's oh, oh ho yeah. ho. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow, is it, they're actually maintaining this channel. 
that's a good one. That is a really good one. Uh, oh, they should have. Uh, hopefully, they have Street Fighter Five oh, here somewhere. The oh ho ho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Far right. Uh, this one. Is it? Oh, there's Final Titus. Fantasy? Yeah, there's oh. Titus. That's more of a ha ha. My favorite. I love this clip. <laughs> I remember. I remember like playing this and being like, finally got voice acting in Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> was that real? Yeah, was really part of the game. It was very, really real. He was showing her that sometimes she doesn't have to be so down on herself. You just laugh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's how you got to You have to do that hand the thing hand too. Inside, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh... Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Whoa. Whoa. What was that? Whoa, 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 whoa. I actually think I've seen that show. Uh, Bet you have. Class President Ojo-sama. I think I've seen that. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Nikki Crush is over there, still crushing, but we can put it to a vote. Yep, there it is. All right, uh, James. Nikki Crush or Oho Hojo Sama? Oho Hojo Sama. All right. Easily. Okay, wow. Elise? Oho Hojo Sama. Damn. Bruce, what do you think? Yeah? Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh. I am. I gotta admit, I did not expect that to sweep it that hard, but... Bet. I can tell you that sometimes it's really hard. Je- uh, anime has, like, all the emotions. If you ever need a reply to someone concisely mm-hmm. on Twitter or something, you can always find that reply in anime, okay. but not there isn't a directory of those things that make it easy to find. So when you want to find a quick clip of a guy doing the pratfall, where oh, he's yeah. so embarrassed that he oh, falls yeah. face first into the ground, or when you some guy sees something sexy and his nose shoots blood, like <laughs> sometimes you can't always get the right clip that you want. So at least we know that our ohohos are taken care of. <laughs> yeah, in video form too. Yeah. And, and what, a, what a variety. I, I wonder if we, hold on. Hopefully this person, sees this video. Oh, my birthday clip. Classic. Yep. And then we should I, do an oh ho ho for them. I'd like to see more oh. themed this? ones. Hey, here's, this one's for you. Oh! oh! <laughs> I, I wish there were more themed ones like the Christmas. Do you see any? Oh, like the, what's that? The Luigi one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, it's mansion. got some accents all Spooky over. scary. Yeah. That's about yeah, it. let's look for the anomalies. <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, That's oh, just, that okay. was just coach That's from my uh, recommended yeah. videos. Oh, oh! Street Fighter Five. It's gotta be Kareen, right? Her, her super. She does like the twirl punch. Yes! Get him! Boom! Turn and laugh. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> he did it when she did it? Yeah. I mean, I only use Kareen because she did the laugh. And it's actually really easy to hit that super, so. Uh, what else we got? Well, whatever. It's mainly anime. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, there's, a, there's another Christmas themed one. They, there needs to be more of these Wait. channels. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, what is more of these directories. Anime emotions. You give me anime tropes. God bless anime. There we go. God bless it. Well, all right. We got a new, we got a new champion. Who knows what'll, what'll unseat it, but you'll have to wait till next week to find out. On that note, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning into the podcast this week. Whether you're watching on YouTube or downloading the podcast or it's just playing in the background somewhere and... Thank you for not saying, shut that shit off. Uh, you made it all the way to the end, and I appreciate that. Uh, likewise, uh, if you enjoyed the show, maybe recommend it to a friend. If you got somebody who's just itching about, to hear about, oh, Culver City Orthodontics is calling me. If you got somebody that's really itching to uh, learn about Battlefield Five. hopefully we provided some good information for you, or 
you know what, whatever you, weird YouTube picks, we just we seek to entertain as well as inform. So thank you. Uh, and yeah, we hope to hope to have you join us next week. But until then, thanks everybody. Have a good good holiday if you're in the states. If not, still celebrate it because it's the most important holiday in the world. <laughs> Bye everybody.